What's up guys, welcome back to Price to Sell Podcast. And we have another great episode for all of you guys today. It's a hot one. We have David Sinelli from Roller Page. You've also seen him on Hot Market. It's a TV show that uh, he got chosen to be on because of what he's been able to do. The guy's been selling, buying, flipping, renovating, commercial, everything for about two decades now. So he absolutely crushes it. You guys are gonna love everything he has to say. And on top of that, I found these hats here. So if you haven't found yours, go to PriceToSellPodcast.com for all of our merch. We got the red, the white baseball caps, the hoodies, the t-shirts, it's all there. Get yours before they run out. And also, don't forget to check out our field trip channel. Like and subscribe it, share with your friends. Crazy house tours, we're seeing some really cool properties and a lot coming in the future as well. So check all that out, subscribe to this channel as well if you haven't already. Other than that, go on, enjoy the episode. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Price to Sell podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Campoli. And today, we have another special guest. As per usual, we're matching today, except for the pants. But <laughs> we have uh, Mr. David Sinelli here, who has nearly two decades of experience buying, selling, renovating, flipping, commercial investment properties, and co-host of HGV's Hot Property. Hot Market. Hot Market. Hot yeah. Property. Hot Market. Hot Market. Yeah. Yep. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's actually a synonym. It's a synonym. Yeah, yeah. I guess well, apparently. Yeah. Don't don't tell HGTV that. <laughs> see, I took my eyes off the screen for like two seconds yeah. and I switched the word up. Yeah, there you go. That's You're okay. not the only one. Version. Well, there's another show actually called uh, Hot Property. That's oh, why. There? Yeah, I think it's on like CP24 or something like that. Oh, so, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But it's not as good. No, it's just a guy talking. Yeah. This is way better. But anyways, thank you for coming. <laughs> <laughs> Was well, better because I'm on it? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I like you already. There you go. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, like I've I've seen... I've seen you from TV. Mm-hmm. That's how, like, my before all of this, I had, uh, I was familiar with, of you from that, you know, and then Instagram and stuff like that too. So I'm sure a lot of people are, but for those that don't know who you are, sure. If you want to give a little bit of a brief bio, no, you don't, no. All right, guys, we are done today. <laughs> We're done as guys. Uh, yeah, let me get started into it. Uh, well, the reason why I say it's about two decades or about you know maybe 17, 18 years now, I've owned rental properties. Yep. Uh, bought my first rental property. I was working corporate. I was in basically. I worked at uh, Toronto Hydro. Okay, cool. and I was in. Uh, I was an analyst. Yeah, the last yeah. I saw you have your MBA in uh, marketing and math. <laughs> no, uh, business and math. Yeah, business and math. So why? Why? My first question instantly was, why and how for math? Oh, I was. I'm a math brain. You like math? I right? love. You're math. one of like very few then. Yeah, I, did, well, I took all the calculuses. I loved calculus. You're one like, of those. Yeah, and I, I liked math. And I was, so I, I had a scholarship to Wisconsin, uh, Stevens Point University. And uh, I was supposed to play hockey there. And I'm like, when, you're, when you go to school in the States, you don't need to declare a major right away. And I was kind of lost. Actually, that's why I did my MBA, to be honest with you. That's why I was yeah. kinda, still kind of lost. Um, but uh, yeah, like so I... I was like, sure, I love math. So I was, so I, I got my, my degree is a bachelor of science because uh, math actually fulfilled a lot of the requirements. Long story short, after uh, I had math as my major and then business as my minor, and then I switched them because once they started getting to the 4D space and I was like, I couldn't conceptualize it. I'm like, yeah, it's a little out of my realm. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah that's, yeah. And next thing you know, I got a business degree. I didn't really try to play pro hockey, bounce around a little bit. And then, and then came back and my dad basically gave me an ultimatum. He goes, either you go back to school or you pay me room and board. As an Italian, you don't pay room and board. Yeah, you just don't yeah. do that, right? So yeah. I went back to school and got my MBA. I love it, man. Yeah, yeah. Where'd you play hockey? Uh, 
well, I played here in the GTHL, like, which was called back the MTHL back in the day, AAA mm-hmm. uh, growing up. And then nice. I went to school at St. Mike. So I was drafted by Niagara Falls Thunder, the OHL, and decided cool. not to do that. Played uh, St. Mike's instead. And then uh, they folded. We went, I was, I turned on one scholarship to Sacred Heart University to play one more year. And then uh, I ended up playing for Milton, got traded to North York, and then ended up in Wisconsin. And just never after that, just bounced around a bit. Very cool. I played GTHL too, yeah. but I played for the bench. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. yeah, that's about it. Yeah, pretty good. So, um, yeah, so I mean, so now, so you started off with investing yeah. first. Yeah. And then did you just come to that realization like, okay, I'm doing all this, all this investing, all this real estate, might as well get my license? Not really. Uh, I what, didn't want to be. Sparked re- it. I didn't want to be a realtor. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow, um, our job is so amazing, man. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So we. Uh, so I'm basically with. Uh, I got my when I, when I started working. You know mm-hmm. that's. I got my first paycheck. You know, as kids, I don't know if like you're growing up, but uh, we got paid a lot of cash back in the day. And I did every job. I worked at electrical. Yeah. I was a server. I worked at serving coffee, but no real taxes. And I got my first big boy job, and I looked at my paycheck. I'm like, holy crap! Well, where, where's all the money going? Yeah. Then you know, I read a book called Rich Dad Poor Dad, me and then too. I, yeah, and that kind of sparked me. And I went to Same. and I went to go talk to my dad. So with our history, immigrants came. Like my dad lost his uh, my grandfather when he was like sixteen, I believe it was. And then uh, so the only way they started making money was through real estate. So I well, reading Rich Dad Poor Dad, I'm like, this is my dad. So I went, I talked with him. I said, okay, uh, I want to buy an investment property. I see how much they take on in taxes. I'm like, he goes, all right. So we went and. Uh, he found me a place in in Ronsi, which I still own to this day, a sixplex. Nice. Oh wow! And uh, yeah, we got into a bidding war. Next, the next thing you know, he goes, and baptism by fire. It had everything wrong with it. It was just, but then we had a fire back in two thousand and eight. I had to revamp the whole property, and then I started to really get to enjoy like the, you know, the the marketing of it, and and seeing how the property and watching flipping it, and yeah. seeing, and then I and then I was able to pull equity and to buy another property, and then I started teaching people how to do this while I had a job. Mm-hmm. And there was a whole bunch of stuff was happening at Toronto Hydro at the time back in 2012, pretty much 21% of our workforce got let go, including my VP. And then one by one, we all got let go. Mm-hmm. So in 2014 was my turn. And I was like, great, I can do what I wanted to do. But again, I had like a lot of bad experiences with realtors, so I didn't want to be a realtor. But I created a company in which I was able to help people get into investment properties and, uh, so basically, run it, find it, run it, flip it. Yeah. So I can help you every aspect of an investment property. Yeah. But the one glaring, we we're trying to figure out. I talked to my financial planner. We're trying to. We had like a whole business proposal, everything ready to go, business plan, and the, we just couldn't figure out how to monetize it. Yeah. And the one biggest thing we saw was the realtor. Mm-hmm. That was like, yeah, like that's where you to make your money. So I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna get my license, so I don't have to deal with other realtors because. Just again, had really bad experiences can, with realtors. I want to continue this, but can I? I just want to. Can we just talk about what the experiences were? Just <laughs> yeah, curious. Yeah. So <laughs> I had I had one realtor who, first of all, never told me like about you know the shopping process when the deposits do. So forty thousand dollars yeah needs to be liquid in your bank account. I'm like, holy shit! What do you mean? I he goes, I need it today. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Like I'm like. <laughs> That ruined the whole experience for yeah, us, right? That's, another, that's a big no-no. And then that same, that another realtor who got me a mortgage, and then which he, this mortgage fraud I found out afterwards that the guy was doctoring docs, and I had to pay him. Like, what the hell? What's going on? Oh yeah, it was bad. Then I had another realtor who, who was having open houses, maybe show up at the open houses and do all the tours for her. And I was like, what am I paying you for? Like yeah. this, like, like this makes no sense. Yeah. And she kept bringing, I'm like, no, you have to be here. I'm like, what do you mean I have to be here? It was your um, own property she was selling. Yeah. Oh, uh, what? 
Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I just yeah, like I had like another guy do like who brought a contractor to do like um, <laughs> he he got to do uh, you know the home inspection, but he was doing the but he was going to do the flipping, so he wanted the project, right? So he yeah. told me everything was fine. Then after he got the we got bought the house, then he's telling me all the shit that was wrong with it. So anyway, and it was recommended that real and obviously the realtor was nowhere to be found and stuff after that. after yeah mm. getting in touch with them too. So anyway, so it's just there's just many things over and over again. It was just. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and a lot of them were coming off. We grew up with realtors too. Then they always came up to me as a used car salesman. So, yeah. so basically, I didn't want to be a realtor. Yeah. So there was just Fair like enough. it was just over and over again. We were just getting overly frustrated. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I mean, there's still that vibe that people or people might associate that there's that stigmatism. Yeah. But uh, I feel like it's changing as well. Well, I think people like us are trying to help change that. Right. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate. <laughs> I'm, I'm blushing. Um, you're right. Yeah. There are a lot of people are are getting out there and and. Uh, providing different values yeah. and people are resonating with it. So it's nice. Mm. But uh, yeah, back to your story. So you got your real estate license. So now you have like this full machine package you want to offer, like a one-stop mm. shop, A to Z kind of kind yeah. of deal. So how did that go after? Oh, you mean with the uh, Yeah, so, so after I was getting my license, well, during my third course, so long story short, uh, first course I was taking, I was getting into real estate because my dad as well, we were sort of with the properties. He died four days before my first exam. So I was kind of like, shit, what do I do now? And like, like, just go ahead with it. And then I took my exam. And then the second course, again, I wanted to push this business. But the teacher kept asking me all the questions. Am I doing this right? Is that the right? Like, it was all math questions, all this stuff too. She had to say something about renovations. I put up my hand. I'm like, that's actually not right. I was teaching the class. Yeah. And I was just frustrated. I'm like, why do I want to associate myself with this class? With yeah. people like this. They yeah. don't like the... By the time the third course rolled around, I said, ah. I just said, screw it. I came home to my wife one day and I said, you know what? I can't fight this anymore. I guess I'm going to be a realtor, but I want to do. So I kind of got rid of that business because I thought at this point, I'm like, I'm just going to do real estate, but I'm going to give everybody the best experience they possibly can. And they can help refer me that I'm going to help. I'm going to one by one, I'm going to start changing people's stigma of the, of, of realtors in their yeah. mind. And so all I did for that other business was run my, my parents. Uh, they had a bunch of commercial properties and stuff. And my mom obviously didn't know, like didn't have as much of the knowledge, which I had more yeah. of the hands on stuff. So I got to a place now where I've, basically now kind of walking away from it and letting her and hiring other property managers nice. to ditch. But I got it up and running and renovated all of the properties and stuff. Amazing. So, yeah. So you, uh, so you have that construction background. You're familiar? Well, familiar. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Over, over like through experience and stuff yeah. like that. And so I, let's be honest. When I was working in construction or electrical, I was ripping, <clears throat> I was digging ditches. I was ripping panels down. Yeah. I was feeding all the tubes. I wasn't doing all the fine stuff. My yeah. brother got all the nice, easy jobs. I got. Yeah. I was coming home covered in blood and <laughs> cuts and shit like that. Yeah. But he was on driving around the materials around all nice and knowing how to, you know, to 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 wire up all the outlets. Where I was just <laughs> just pulling shit. Yeah, man, yeah, I know. You gotta start somewhere though. Yeah, no, but yeah, it wasn't my <laughs> thing. <laughs> so are your um. Are you still like very active on the investment side? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're, you're. I still, I still own my sixplex. Um, nice. Uh, we had, we turned our matrimonial home into a investment property. We were able to pull the equity from that one to buy our which our house, which we just moved, and then we ended up selling that one. And I have uh, two pre-constructions, which just well, they were so they're condos right now. If two more pre-constructions coming up, actively looking that way. Yeah, very nice. And always looking for you know triplex or something too. But uh, I just the office that I'm in in Jane and Bloor. Uh, I want to take over that property, buy it off of my mother too. So that's mm -hmm. more of an investment property. So getting nice. getting more on the commercial side too. So yeah, absolutely. I think that's the best way to 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 earn wealth is through. I always believe in real estate. 100 percent, hundred percent. And now, so for everyone listening out there, because a lot of people like even as realtors, like there's a lot of us, and like I've definitely done my own due diligence research, my own experience with it. But even in the beginning, 
I had no idea what, how to flip a house, what to look for, any like on the investment side. You know, mm. like I feel like there's real estate business, then there's real estate investing, and totally if you're not, animals. totally different animals, right? So, for example, like flipping a home, like what are what are some things that realtors should know or look for to properly guide? Yeah, yeah. So obviously the good bones, uh, that's that's huge. And like if if your roof, your foundation, and your HVAC, you know, which is your heating, ventilation, air conditioning, uh, and your electrical panel are solid. Everything else is just cosmetic. It's going to save you a ton of money. So yeah, whether you want to turn that into like a duplex if you're a triplex, you already have the infrastructure there. That's a big thing. Mm-hmm. That's but again, that's with any home is unless you're tearing down a home, right? Yeah. But I think those are huge, especially if you're flipping a home because you don't. That's where money where you're not going to see in the walls, right? Like yeah. you have to. The other thing is making sure like what's in the <laughs> what's behind the walls. If you have plaster, you're never sure, right? So I. Yeah, older homes, like you know, we're here in a, in a studio which has, you know, rads. Yeah, great. Rads look good and stuff too, but most people don't want those. So yeah. it's like, if you have like those kinds of things I'm looking for, ceiling height, try to see if we can figure out if it's on a bungalow, what's, what's in the rafters. Because if you're able to open that up and get some ceiling height, because if you're buying a home that only has eight foot ceilings, most people want, like people your age, you know, yeah. you know, 10, yeah, they want 10, 11 floor. Exactly. Yeah. Like I remember selling houses, which was gorgeous, but they're eight foot floor. And like in the area we're at, like all the 20 somethings are coming in and they're like, it's a thirties. They're like, it doesn't have nine foot, at least nine foot ceilings. They just walked out, even yeah. though it was a gorgeous house. Yeah. So if you're looking at a bungalow, can we raise this, the roof on those kinds of things? So these mm-hmm. are kinds of things you're looking for to flip to, to make a big impact. Like, yeah, yeah I got everything out too. I want a shitty kitchen. I want terrible bathrooms. I want that. That's what I'm looking for, and that's where I save my money. But as soon as you start getting into like mold and you start anything, if you see anything wet down there, sure you can save my money. But you know, you start opening a can of worms. It's just there's so much money you're gonna be putting into that. It's just you're not gonna get your return on that for sure. And in the current climate we're in, mm-hmm. a lot of people are staying away from flips just because of construction costs and whatnot. Yeah. Do you think has it become harder? Do you think there is still opportunity? There's more opportunity now. I was like, I'm, I'm, what I'm noticing right now was that the price of things that because the construction costs are so high, that the houses that need some TLC, like I just sold two of them, yeah. and we got way below market value. They would have sold like three months ago. Like one of them would have sold for two million. I barely got one point seven for it. Wow. That's a three hundred thousand dollars savings. Yes, right. That's huge, right? Yeah. Uh, and the other one I just sold for just under one point two, and that would have sold for over one five five. Mm-hmm. last year you know what i mean so again another three hundred thousand dollars savings so which you could definitely put into a flip so but both of those had water damage or they also yeah. had something they should which you have to put some significant money down into it but yeah like i've talked to some other colleagues and i live in etobicoke so later etobicoke area like we're noticing the houses that need some tlc they're no longer selling as fast as they were like when the market was hot yeah why do you think that is again because i think, think now because with the interest rates so high yeah and with the, now the cost of construction it just like it just amplifies the amount of money people are spending. They just they don't have there's not enough money. There's not enough there's not enough margin in yeah. there for people to make money. Yeah. Unless you're holding on to it. If you're buying it for your own personal use, mm-hmm. again, you have to factor in and then you look, okay. Well, I'm also you have to factor in, well, what's gonna cost me to get this as opposed to something that's just turnkey. Yeah. So it's it, there's not as many of those around. That's why the prices have dropped so much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And I've uh, I've had several clients like that and you're you're doing your research for them and it's just like a lot of things just aren't making sense, like the margins. You know, there's not much more room for error. Right. Right. Absolutely. So it is getting hard, harder out there. Yeah. Okay. I want to want to segue into this uh, the TV show now. <laughs> okay. Hot market. It's a good. It's a, it's a good segue. Hot market. Hot market. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're not really in a hot market anymore. But no. <laughs> um, first off, how does an opportunity like that come your way? Uh, wow. Believe it or not, it was an open casting call on Facebook. Okay. Yeah. So uh, 
I had a couple of friends and clients that sent it to me at a link. And at the time, I was working with uh, the guy. His name was um, uh, Keenan. Keenan? Keenan. K-E-N. Keenan. And he's from uh, New York. And he was actually uh, he was an Oscar nominee for some of the short work that he did. And what, So I had hired him um, to do a couple of videos and teach me like how to talk in videos. Oh, sorry. To talk in videos and what to say and how to break things up. And then he took his crew and they did this really cool stuff, which, you know, you do like now I do most of my editing myself. You know, like that's just, just easier that way. Yeah. Um, but he taught me how to do that. And one of the videos that he created for me uh, in this open casting call, they said, OK, I sent the video and I said, here's a little bit of a because so, we are had everything ready to go. A little bit of my history and me driving around with my my kids and stuff, too. And it was just with my wife. Uh, and they just said, yeah, that's what we're looking for. They shortlisted me. I had a, like a radio or sort of phone call interview and I didn't hear from him for almost a year. Oh, wow. And then, uh, in April, 2019, I got a phone call and say, remember a year and a bit ago, like, cause I remember I auditioned back in December, 2018 or something like that. I remember yeah. about a year and a bit ago, you, you send in a video and I said, yeah, of course. They're like, you got the job. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I totally forgot about it, you know? And then, uh, yeah, we started filming in 2019 and then it aired and, uh, we had eight episodes in 2020, February, 2020, right before the pandemic. Yeah, I remember you were telling me about this, <sighs> which, uh, terrible timing. bad timing, eh? Oh man, but it was... <laughs> It was, it was good the sense that people can see it here in Canada, but again, I had a ton of friends in the States, which now could see it on Hulu. It's on there now, so I send it over to them now. But at the time, like, it was great because uh, people saw it, but when HGTV came back, like, they shortlisted a bunch of shows, which they were renewing, and we were on the bubble. Yeah. And they were still debating if we, after the eight episodes that they wanted to, because we, we had a really good response rate. We mm. actually found an audience. A lot of times after the pilot, the, the show will drop, yeah. right? Well, we continue to gain more and more people every week. Yes. So it was one of those things that HGTV was like, hmm, this is, we might have something here. Mm -hmm. But they, through the resources, I guess, they, to, to shows that are actually already established at that point, because yep. you didn't know what was going to happen in the film industry. That's you just so did HGTV, you just didn't know. So they kept saying, like, it's not a no, guys, but we're just going to wait a little bit. Mm -hmm. and, well, two years later, we're still waiting. Well, I mean, it took a year to get that phone call. Yeah, a year and a half. Yeah, I guess. You think maybe you got another one soon? Yeah, I'm open for it. And say, hey, I know a guy, Matt. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> how, so how was, uh, so from, from the eight episodes you, you did do that did air, how was the response from that? It was great, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I was in like four, I think, of the episodes. We were all, because there was five of us on the show. Okay. And um, yeah, so we all got like two or three of us were on an episode at a time. So it was like, they, they, yeah, so the response rate was great. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you see like the agents out there, like the Ryan Serhans or like the Josh Altman's, like it's million dollar this thing. But I mean, Ryan, for example had no business he just had like a lease business and he yeah. just faked it yeah got on the show yeah, and look at it now yeah. you know like it yeah it's those little opportunities that like launch can potentially launch you right do you feel like i mean the timing couldn't have gone worse but do you feel like the you you've gained it still helped you gain a lot of traction and with with clients and, and the industry like i i know um, I, I i've heard about you like i said from it right yeah it's funny because it's I don't know. It's it's hard to tell because it's it wasn't a show where you're on Bravo where everybody's seeing it. It's very true. You, it's right? different channels. 100%. It's a different channel. Mm -hmm. Even HGTV TV Canada is much different than HGTV, mm -hmm. right? So it's different. So the segment was it wasn't the same. Um, what I found mostly for me, it gave me a lot of clout. Yeah. So when I go to a listing appointment, people are like, I'm, I still throw it in there. I'm like, hey, by the way, I was on HGTV. Maybe I'll stop doing that in the next yeah, four or yeah, five yeah. years, but <laughs> or maybe I'll get a, gain a thousand pounds and you won't recognize yeah. me anymore. And maybe that's what. Or, you're still playing or, hockey. You're good. Yeah, yeah, I should be good. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, um, 
it, it was it, it yes and no. So it was funny. We went. My wife and I hadn't been out in a while, and we went to uh, the Maroon Five concert. Nice. And uh, it's one of the first time outing since the pandemic where people are actually mm-hmm. allowed out, no masks, all that crap. Yeah. And we got stopped like two people like, oh my god, can I take a picture? You're from that show. I'm like, we're looking at each other like, really? You recognize us? And we're like. Okay, and it's like this. Like it wasn't just once; it was like like multiple times in one sitting. We're like, I guess people, because that was the first time. Think about it. After we were starting to get air, like we were literally like shut down. Yeah. So it's like almost like people forgot about us, right? Now, if maybe if you know we didn't get a lockdown and like after the eight episodes of two were out, maybe people would have recognized us more and would have more club. Maybe that would affect me a little bit differently. Yeah. But it's funny you run into people that are like, yeah, I've seen your show. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. I'm like, so it's like, it's, I honestly forget about it. So yeah. yeah, it's been, it feels like a while ago. So yeah, it's funny you say that, but no, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it affected that much. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. I think, I feel like, um, that's the thing you don't know unless people physically reach out Yeah. and, or, you know, through Instagram or in person, you don't know. Some people are actually nervous, <laughs> potentially. I'm a scary guy, you know, to come. Well, yeah, <laughs> that too, to top it off. But um, yeah, I mean, you, you probably, you've probably impacted 10 times more than what you've known or you know you have impacted, you know, yeah, maybe, which possibly. is, is cool. Cause I, I've experienced similar things too, mm. but, uh, but yeah, that's super awesome. I still feel like you're still going to get a call in that two year mark, two and a half year mark. Yeah, baby. You're going to get that phone call. Are you manifesting right now? Right on the couch. couch. Well, we're open for it. We'd love to have another episode. I think all of us do. So yeah, yeah I think I, I, what I, we still talk to our castmates. I, I have a couple of them are doing their own shows kind of thing, but hey, the, rest, the other three of us are still ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. When they call you, you call me. I will. And you say, Matt, the couch. The couch. It worked. I'll, get you, I'll, I'll get you on an episode too. And then maybe we'll, you'll become a regular. Done. And then we'll just, we'll, uh, we'll sell off the couch. We'll, we'll put bookings <laughs> online, the magic couch, you know? Like the big comfy couch. Kind of scared of what you did on this couch, buddy. Let's get this going. That's not for this podcast. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, I mean, at least you're still, you're still taking your presence. You do well on social media. You have your hot hot tip Tuesday. Sorry, home tip Tuesday, home which tip is cool. Tuesday, yeah. Your episode, well, you're up there. I, I'm at 144. I think I just recorded one today too. I think I'm at 144 or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. It's something so small, so easy, but so effective. Yeah, you got a good response from that. Yeah, because it's like. There's only the one thing that drives me nuts about realtors is that like when you see them like, their Instagram page, all they have is like posts of like sold this, sold this. Like nobody cares. Yeah. I, I, like who are you? Yeah. Uh, like some like I say like you're helping change too because you do well. Like I do videos too. Like yeah. I talk in my videos. Yeah. And it's not always just oh you need to hire me to sell a house. I'm like well why don't you know like here's a little bit about a house. Like so my home tip today was uh, for getting your house ready for winter, mm-hmm. and was like th- things and things I do personally like my humidifier wasn't working. I didn't know that. I'm like, why is my floor getting all brittle and cracked? And I'm like, Sorry. and I went to get a hit of fire. I'm like, oh my God. And, like, and I, as I researched, I'm like, there's so many more benefits. So mm-hmm. like what happened, my, what happens in my personal life, I think I could pass out on knowledge. And what it shows other people, it's like, it's not, I'm just not there to sell. Like you, yeah. you want people to get to know you, like you and, and understand your business. Well, a big part of our business is knowing what works in a house. Yeah. So that's why I try to spread that knowledge as well. And sometimes I'm learning with you. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah. And it's humble of you to even mention that. It's amazing. Yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah, yeah. And, and at least you tell your clients to have a deposit liquid and ready to go. Oh, my God. I, 
one thing I never like drives me insane is like so I always have a buyer appointment. And the first thing I'm saying like, okay, we're gonna enjoy this experience. Here, I'm gonna throw the kitchen sink at you. Yeah. Here's what you're gonna need to know. Yeah. No, didn't did anybody tell you about land transfer tax? Yeah. What's land transfer tax? I'm like, yeah. well, in Toronto you have to pay double. What do you mean you have to pay double? Yeah. It's like, yeah, like we get a little bit of discount. Well, that's nice. I'm like, yeah, it's not as much as you think. Yeah, but not, again, yeah. you prepare them because then you can enjoy the the selling experience. Mm-hmm. So again, that's another thing I never had before. Like, what's a buyer appointment? Yeah. yeah. So explaining all that, especially the deposit. Oh, you have an RSP? Yeah, you could probably have to. Uh, get that in your bank account uh, request it seven days or a month before you put an offer in we'll yeah. Anyway, yeah yeah exactly no that's, that's amazing man and you uh with this current climate like we're, we're ending off here so i always like to just get everyone's opinion sure pick everyone's brain because you've been through some experiences you you invested started investing you said 2008 to uh so 17 years 2005 that's when i first started okay buying. so i mean you've been in you've Enough. seen some things you know yeah. you've seen some ups and downs with the current climate we're in now what do you forecast? Maybe at least the next year, maybe even two years. I think we're gonna think a bit. Yeah. We gotta zoom out a little bit right now. Yeah. So what I think is gonna happen in the interim, there's gonna be another increase in December. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's gonna happen. It's gonna affect the market again. But I think we're we were just talking about this earlier. I think we're pretty much I think at the bottom of the price point where it's gonna happen because when sellers are seeing that houses aren't going for what they want to sell for, they're just gonna lease them. Yeah. So what's going to happen? Inventory, inventory is going to shrink. Yeah. And that's been our biggest issue here. So it's yeah, like if you look at 2016 and 2017, the interest rates weren't much different than we've heard in this no. current climate. But what was affected was we only what five, six thousand listings. Mm-hmm. That became a super seller's market. Well, if we don't, if we're not careful, that's going to happen again. Yeah. So yeah, in the interim, it might be like I think we're stabilized. I think the last couple of months we've just been under 1.1 million, and that's the bottom we're getting. And I don't think it's I, me personally. I don't think it's getting much more, but. We are going to be in a recession, so they are going to have to release, I think, sooner than later. The talks were in 23, the end of 2023, to uh, decrease the interest rates in 2024. Yeah. But uh, it might happen sooner, and then I think the market's going to get really hot again. I just, it just, we're Toronto. We just don't have, we just don't have inventory. Yeah. And as much as people want to say it, too, like, like, and that's what's going to happen. Like, oh, great, rents are high. So why would I sell my property for 1.5 when I can get $6,000 a month for it? Exactly. So, yeah, and so the longer term... Uh, yeah, it's going to be a bubble. It's going to be like, until something happens with supply, yep. we're always going to have this like troughs and like, you know, like highs and lows. Yeah. It's the true. Word. I just had a brain fart. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But it's like the highs and lows. So that's, that's been typical of our market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, we definitely don't have enough supply for the demand. Mm-hmm. And I, I've been saying the same thing. As soon as that, any sort of positive news comes out, it's like that human psychology, just like, oh, we got to go by now. It's like everyone just like rushes into the tunnel. Yeah. But the one thing I would say to my buyers too, if you're buying in a market where it's been pretty stable, like highs and lows, the highs aren't as high, but the lows aren't low either. Mm-hmm. So in the last recession we had, my wife and I had, uh, we were in in the Kingsway, we had a property, and we had a hot property in Roncesville. Both of them, everybody else was going down. Our two properties went up in value. You know, so that's what they buy smart. You know, like if you know that, there's nothing wrong with buying in a property. Sometimes there's affordability, like you see that too, like it's going out, but. Uh, you just got to be understanding too. Like it, they might be more volatile, so you just be careful of those those type of markets. Yeah, and as long as you have good representation, absolutely. Like Mr. David over here, yeah, or Mr. Matt, <laughs> they're you. in good hands, and you yeah. you know what to do. Exactly, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Well, any um, a lot a lot of my audience are newer agents, so for those new agents out there, if you have to drop them with one gem of knowledge right now, what would it be? If they're just starting out, yeah. Or, or even not even not even just starting out because a lot of there are some seasoned but aren't doing aren't having the best year, right? Mm. So, and generally speaking, those who yeah. need a little bit of help or encouragement. 
Well, I think most of the stuff is like keep doing what you're doing, but do consistent. Like have a schedule. Mm-hmm. It's huge. Having a schedule and knowing exactly what you're doing every single day and just pushing through that schedule will help you. So what does that mean? Like that means waking up early. I know it sucks, but yeah, like you want to be up at six o'clock, five or earlier, mm-hmm. get your workout in. That means your your mindset, not your yeah. body set, but have a work schedule set up. Make your prospect calls every single day that you need to do. Do something to make sure you're getting out there. Like don't just sit there, wait for them to call you. You have to be there and the marketing will come through. What I find is a lot of the agents that aren't doing well, I'm like, well, what are you doing? Are you, what are you doing for marketing? What are you doing to find new business? They're not finding new business. We're like, yeah, they're just kind of getting down like, well, nothing's working. I'm like, well, what's working? Well, I've done nothing and I'm, and I'm all out of ideas. You know, <laughs> so yeah. that's I'm like, no, like figure out a plan. Like if you watch my videos and stuff and every single day I have a set schedule, what I'm doing Monday's motivational Monday, Tuesday's home tip Tuesdays, Wednesday's stagers corner with my wife, Thursday's Chinelli chat, Friday, everything Fridays. Now it's real estate uh, advice. Saturday, I have a Catterday and Sunday I have, uh, so I, you know, ask either Julie, my assistant or, oh, sorry, my, my buying agent or ask David, there's a sketch set schedule and do it every single day. That helps get into routine. But part all of that is to help find new business, be consistent with your business, yeah, and treat it like a business, exactly. not as a job or a hobby. Oh, sorry, not as a hobby. Yes, that's huge. Yeah, and I think a lot of realtors get into the flow because, oh, I got into this business so I could pick my own hours. No, man, it doesn't work that way. No. Yeah, unless your hours are twenty four seven. Yeah, then uh, then don't have that attitude. Yeah, it's the worst. I agree. <laughs> Amazing, man. Appreciate that. That's uh, some very good insight. Sorry, it's a little I, long-winded, I but... <laughs> no, no, I, I agree with all of them, man. Running like a business, I think, is one of the most crucial things you can say yeah. in this business. Yeah. So, uh, but for your new fans out there, <laughs> where can they find you? Oh, I'm all over the place. Yeah. But yeah, so if I'm on... Like, where can they stock you yeah. in person? Oh, in person? Yeah, where do you grocery shop? Tell them right now. <laughs> I live in Etobicoke, so there you go. Uh, I live in Edenbridge area, so yeah, Humber Valley, Edenbridge. Uh, Instagram, I'm David V. Chinelli underscore Realtor. Uh, you same name, I guess. I'm on Facebook. Instagram is probably the easiest. Yeah, I, I, agree. I started doing some TikTok stuff too. It's just it's, a, it's it's different, mm-hmm. you know. Like I'm I'm trying to share my reels there too. I don't get as much traction. I, again, it's I'm, tough. It's well, it's, it's a little a tough diff- market. It's a t- <laughs> it's not a hot market. It's a tough market. <laughs> yeah, but I'm on all of them, right? So it's like find me. Like I answer all my DMs. I have this yeah. one guy when he was watching the show, and he started DMing me about a year ago, and I was like, oh my god, you're actually answering me back, and I'm yeah. like. Yeah, dude, I'm actually answering you back. Yeah. I'm like, so you're a celebrity. I'm like, I'm not a freaking celebrity. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was on one show. Yeah. <laughs> like that was it. Yeah. yeah it's so it's, it's funny. So yeah, I DM, and as much as my dismay and my wife, with some people, other people message me. I do message them back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Love it. Love yeah, it. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming. Yeah, it's been awesome. Yeah. This is uh, attempt three of three. So yeah, we, made right. it. <laughs> we made it. We made it. We made it. Nice. And to everyone out there, uh, we will drop all his information below so you guys can check it out. Make sure to follow him. And to everyone that continues to watch and support, thank you so much. Please leave us a review. Five stars. If you can do six, try. You won't be able to, but at least five. If you can write a review, even better. Um, And like, subscribe, share. Tell everybody you know. And if you don't know too many people, go make friends and tell them. (laughs) Until then, we will see you on the next one. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.